You were fucking like this while you were in the Air Force. Yeah. Oh, boy. No wonder them guys couldn't fly work for them. Yeah. I mean, I've had some really great experiences fucking like, you know, I, I fucked two best friends. Uh, what was it? Chris and uh, Mitch. Same time or different times? Oh, at the same time. And, and behind each other's backs. It was great. I was like, well, we all should just fuck together. Um, so that was a really cool threesome. You call him Iceman and Maverick, or I mean, what? you know what? I should have because they kind of remind me of those two. One did have blonde hair, one did have brunette. Oh, well, there you go. The following podcast is a Carolina Boys production. Welcome back, everyone, to Crime Entertainment. I'm your host, Hollywood Wade, and we hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode with Joey Seifert. Today, we have someone from the adult film industry. We have Alexis Fox, and if you could tell by that intro right there, that is nothing compared to this whole episode. It had me about to kill over laughing. She is quite entertaining. She burst in the scene back in 2010. She has not let up since. She's worked with Bang Bros., just some of the top names in the business uh, and taking it way beyond just, you know, her career in adult film. She's got her own brand of beer. She's got her own coffee. She does her own podcast, High As Fox. Uh, it's on Spotify, YouTube. Go check that out. Please sit back and enjoy this crazy episode with Alexis Fox here on Crime and Entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Crime and Entertainment. We have here today a very special guest. We just spoke for a few minutes off air, and she is into all kinds of stuff. Beer, wine, a little bit of adult entertainment. Please welcome to the show, Alexis Fox. Alexis, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I am certainly excited to have you on. I've been looking forward to this now. Real quick, you we spoke, like I said, off air. You have a lot of things you know, going outside of, you know, just the adult entertainment, uh, you know, realm, but we'll get into that here in just a minute, but real quick, kind of just tell everyone a little bit about you, you know, your early years, kind of like where you grew up, you know, what was childhood like, and then we'll get into like, what led you into going in to the adult entertainment field. And then we'll kind of work our way from there. Okay, cool. So I'm Alexis Fox. I grew up in a small town of Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, I grew up in a small town of Pennsylvania. I used to be in the Air Force. Uh, joined the Air Force to get out of my small town, move around, do something else. I think that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, started going to college while I was in. Uh, eventually, that landed uh, landed me in Miami, eventually. So, from traveling around the Air Force, college, whatever, I ended up in Miami, which... You know, I worked, you know, the corporate stuff. I've done anything from like litigation, consulting and research to writing international and domestic patents for the uh, United States Patent Office. Um, I've done all sorts of stuff. And one day I just got sick of it. And I was like, you know what? I'm really tired of working for somebody else. And so I didn't know at that time exactly what I would be doing. And um, so I hauled off and quit it. 
And then I started, you know, having some fun, enjoying some time off finally, and eventually led me to Craigslist. And that's where I ended up on a Dancing Bear set uh, in Miami, Florida. And that was really the start of my career. Kind Dan- of taking you through Bear like, that- set? Huh? What would you say that was a dancing set? No, it's called a dancing bear. It used to be, I don't, I guess it's, it might still be on. It's like a bridal party and it always turns in like blowjobs and sex. And then uh, Bang Bros had their headquarters office in Miami and that's wh- like who all produced it. And that's where I got my start really. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So I just kind of fell into it. I had a really good time. <laughs> Wow. That's, uh, I mean, did you, is, is that kind of something that you wanted to go into or just like, you know what, fuck it. Let's just give it a shot. Well, when I answered the Craigslist ad, it was just to be an extra for this dancing bear. Now, Grant, I'm a very, I'm a free spirit. I have a lot of, I've had a lot of sex, I, you know, whatever. I enjoy it. I have no problem with it. And I've watched porn. So when I was like, oh, my God, Dancing Bear, I know what this is. Yeah, of course I want to go be a fucking extra. I wanted to just see a lot of sex. At that time, when I responded to that ad, I had, like, it wasn't like, oh, I want to be in this film sucking dick. I had no idea. I thought I'd be in the back, show my titties, kiss a girl, whatever. I wasn't even thinking that far ahead. I was just like, yeah, we're going to see live sex. So I show up. And they go through this laundry list of different things to do, like kiss, show your tits. And eventually they were just going to dick sucking that day, blow blow job. And um, you can make this amount of money. Now, mind you, I wasn't working at the time because I, you know, I hold off and quit a job and I was just enjoying Miami. And I was like, wait, I can make that much to on a blow job? <laughs> Sign me up. So, it literally was like, like I didn't think, like I wasn't like, well, oh, what? Are, I didn't give a, I, I never gave a fuck what anybody thought. I did not give a fuck what anybody would think at that point, and I still don't give a fuck. So like, it was just like a no brainer. I was like, oh, blowjob. I mean, they don't even last that long. I can suck dick pretty good. At least that's what I've been told. I mean, I've always had a good end result. Right? Well, if you're so, good, they don't last that long. I I've it always on. accomplished the task. <laughs> yeah, I understood the assignment. <laughs> so I wasn't even nervous. Like I remember getting my makeup done. I was feeling cute. I was like, all right, I'm going to suck dick today. Okay, cool. Um, we got to the location, got mine. I had this really wonderful uh, woman that was sitting next to me. I, I wish I knew whatever happened to her to this day. I would love to say hi. So if she ever listens, <laughs> so reach out. But um, yeah, she was like, she, I didn't know her. I mean, we met right there. I went by myself, too, by the way. I didn't go with friends. I went by myself to this place. Solo. To porn. <laughs> Solo. And, um, you know, I got to my, my turn, and all I knew is I didn't want to take as long as the girl before me. I wanted to suck the stick the best that I could ever do it and get him to come as fast as possible. <laughs> and collect that check and get the fuck out. So I did. And I had a great time. I really liked my performance and my enthusiasm for it. And, you know, and really all you're doing at that point is just mimicking what you've seen and what you've done that must have felt other made other people feel good, right? So you're right. just going ham on everything. Got to make that impression. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they liked my performance. And before I knew it, I, had, I was uh, booked for Milf Soup, which was the very next day. Because, I, of course, I didn't get in when I was 18. I was already in my 30s. And um, so, yeah, I was booked as MILF and, you know, already had big tits. And as soon as you have big tits, you're MILF anyway. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, wow. yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the story of it. I ended up getting contracted with Bang Bros pretty quickly. 
uh, for a while and did all sorts of sites for them and stuff. And then I took a little time off from uh, pro shoots and did camming. Camming was uh, just coming out at that time. I remember when camming, I first started camming when it was paid per hour which is hilarious because we were getting paid $20 an hour. And now look what the girls make. Oh yeah. They're probably making that some of them a minute. Probably. <laughs> I was going to say, I make more than that in a minute. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, let's, it's just crazy how things have grown and evolved over time and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that was the beginning of it. And if you would have asked me then, like at the very beginning, like, you know, did I see myself winning awards, living in Vegas, having the products and the brands and the things that I'm doing? I had no cl- no idea. I had no clue. It was literally, holy shit, I get paid to do this? This is cool. Okay, let's figure this out. Let's well, make this work. Well, especially, too, like if you were if you were someone that enjoyed sex anyway and were a very sexual person and open with your sexuality, then – that's that in turn to me, that becomes of doing getting paid for something that you like to do anyway. Yeah. So it was like a no brainer for me. I don't right. have any hang up with sex. I, I really like intimacy and you know, obviously what we do on camera that t- yeah, it's, it's technically, I guess you could call it intimacy and sex. Right. You have an intimate moment with your partners at that moment, but still at the end of the day, it's fucking work. We're still collecting. He's collecting, she's collecting a check and so am I. We're not showing up and doing this shit for free. Right. We may look like we just have like we're like there's times where I will almost walk out without my check because it was a great scene. Your your endorphins are running and stuff like that. But everybody on set's being paid. Yeah. It is not like hey, you want you know even with content, even when with uh, content, you know, for OnlyFans uh, or any other. There's so many sites out there now and platforms you can use. Um, I might grab a drink of water here for a second, no, but sure, um, go ahead. Yeah. But, uh, um, shit, what was I saying? Oh, so even like with uh content and stuff like that, you know, I run, I run content shoots just like, you know, you would on set, we have paperwork, you know, and you know, our, our, we, we have our set, you know, with girls, I usually, with women, I usually collab with guys, depending. Sometimes I let the little fetish. I like to pay the men. <laughs> So you feel, I like it. I like that feeling. I'm like, I'm paying you to have sex with me. And leave. <laughs> it's a little kink, whatever. Um, or I, I will collab with them too. Cause there's a lot of great male talent out there, but yeah, I, I enjoy paying the men sometimes. It's kind of funny. I like it. Kind of a role <laughs> <But> reversal. <laughs> a little bit, you know, and it's kind of hot. I think, I think it's, fucking hot for i think i wish more women would go out and get escorts you know and stuff like that i think it would be fucking great like male escorts i think that'd yeah. be i think be a fucking fabulous uh that's something that i don't know that. if it's really like as big as I, I don't know really that if it's ever been that big as popular as it is with men you know men right. like to start i feel like men or it's on a super down low with women because women aren't as a about it about it openly right. uh, unless it like someone like me but i'm like yeah i like to, i would pay men to have sex i mean i don't <laughs> i've never hired an actual real escort because i feel like i'm in a very safe environment uh doing you know collab work and stuff right. it's all very respectful you know every there's a camera i have a camera guy you know i'm not you know it's not a date right <laughs> have fun and we're both there to make money so either way you look at it we're still walking away with a check 
of some sort, you know, whether it's collab or someone or I'm paying someone's rate. It also works out for write-offs to pay people's rates and, and makeup and stuff. Like sometimes if it's a newer girl, I'll pay for their makeup. They're a newer lady. You know, I know the, you know, maybe their rates aren't the same as my rates, so and so forth. You know, help them out a little bit. Sometimes, you know, or maybe sometimes they also know their own makeup. So, wow, yeah, that's interesting. I'll ramble. There so, you go. Well, that's cool, though, that like you, you went in basically going in what you thought was an extra, you know, like you said, maybe show some boobs, maybe do some kissing. And then next thing you know, you're like, that's what I can get for sucking a dick while I'm, all, I'm game. And then that just kind of sets you <laughs> on fire. Yeah. I mean, I've always been a person that likes to fuck. So it really wasn't like, it really just wasn't, it really wasn't like, you know, I had no attachments. I don't really have attachments like that. So and that works to my benefit. So like right off the rip, like, was there anything that you was like, all right, well, I don't want to go into that. I mean, or was it pretty much I'm game for whatever, you know, women, men, whatever the case may be. Yeah, I was doing boy, I was doing boy, girl, and girl, girl, and anything that came my way. I mean, I wasn't turning down anything. Um, I mean, I wasn't doing anal. But back in the, like, when I started even 13 years ago, doing anal right off the bat wasn't a thing. Now right. I feel like girls come in and they do anal like that, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like, I, I don't get to, it's not, and maybe it's just not as taboo as it was, like, oh my God, I'm putting in there a pooper, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Guess what? Guess you know, like I can just imagine some dudes you know, elbowing their dude at your guy at work. Oh my god! Sally, let me put it in her ass this weekend. A little couple <laughs> glasses of wine, fucking you know, woo! It was great. You know what I'm saying? Like. No, absolutely. I mean, it's one of those things that I feel like, you know, people, it's something that I think everybody at some point tries, but it's like, that's the point. That's the stuff you don't tell people or, you know, you're or yeah. women, I guess, more than men. Like you said, guys will, you know, talk about that we'll amongst ourselves. About- yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it with our guy friends. Like, holy shit, I stuck it in her ass or something like that or, or whatever. Um, so I didn't do that right away, but I was game for anything else that came up my way. Like, you know, um, again, I started not at 18 and stuff. And I really think like how people, you know, when girls come in now, you know, they're pretty much game for everything. No one's right. really some wait for anal. Like they're like, oh, I don't do it in my personal life, which, which that was my thing. Like I don't really do it in my personal life unless I've had a couple glasses of wine. Hence, that's why I can tell that story. <laughs> but so, and I know I like, I don't drink or get fucked up or smoke my weed or anything on set. So I'm going in there with a clear conscience. It's like, oh, my butthole's tight. <laughs> but you learn how to relax everything. And so I can understand if some ladies don't want to, you know, jump into, you know, getting the back door slammed, but yeah, it's, it is what it is. So. <laughs> oh God, that's hilarious. Yeah. So like, and that's a great thing. I mean, it, being in this industry, and I'll say this over and over, like being a female, being in this industry, I've only like again, I'm speaking from my own personal experience. Right. I've only I've only felt empowered. I only have felt, you know, hey, I get to say what goes. No, I'm not comfortable with that. No, I don't want to wear that. No, this is uncomfortable. Or I'm not ready for for that type of thing. So I, you know, and it's also one of the only careers that where women get paid more than the men. Mm-hmm. And you know, with all that autonomy, it's been, it's been a really great, great experience. I love the business that I'm in. I love that I've made it a career. It has made 
so much for me come true. And a lot of it has to do with the autonomy over your time. Anytime that you can dictate how you work and your time being like, oh, I'm going to work today from 12 to 2. And then I might work again from 4 to 6. Get all your shit done. What does it matter? Mm-hmm. So, and not everybody, I think, is a morning person. Not everybody is a night person. And that also shifts over your development and growth of, t- of time. But having that autonomy over time is a really special gift. And if you can create that in your life, then you've got something going on. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I've kind of went through like a shift like that myself. Like, I was always like a night owl, you know, up all night, you know, sleep all day type person. I even worked a third shift job for, you know, a great deal of my, you know, earlier life. But then now I find myself like going to bed earlier and waking up earlier. Like I find it very hard to sleep late. So it's like, I guess a transition. Um, I don't work that third shift job anymore. So maybe that could be what it is too. But it's like this over this weekend, we had Thanksgiving break and i was up early like every fucking morning and i was just like why the hell can't i sleep late but it was just i don't know it's just something in me now i just get up early for some reason oh i love i'm gonna grab some water so go i'm ahead. gonna try to take me go ahead um, we'll go along for the ride <laughs> come along for the ride that's why i got you on my ipad sorry <laughs> actually you know what it'll just be easier if i grab a can i know hey this is my garage yeah <laughs> I uh, look behind me. I don't know if you can see. That's all liquid death. Whoa! Just cases, cases upon cases. <laughs> I have like a pal, like a truck, eighteen wheeler pallet of this shit in my house. Really? Are you an affiliate of them or anything, or you just like it? Um, well, my friend Joanna Angel, she works with for them, and she sent me a huge pallet, and we talk about it on the podcast a lot and everything like that. I like it because it's can. It's let you know, no more plastic. I don't like to drink out of plastic if I don't have to. Right. So let me ask you a question. Like pre adult entertainment, like had you had, had you done like threesomes and stuff like that? Like before you got into the business? Fuck yeah. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. My first threesome was uh, a lesbian experience. I was like really hot and heavy for this girl, Betty. And then, um, went to a party with her and her best friend and her best friend's girlfriend. And we all had sex in the room together. Wow. What a party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was your first ever. I think that might've been my first ever threesome. I don't know. I fucked a lot. <laughs> so like, I mean, as a woman, like it's always <laughs> interesting because obviously some people say, you know, there's no replacement for the dick. But, and then other people say, well, nobody knows how to please a woman like a woman because they know what they want. What do you, what do you say to that? Well, you could also say a guy would only know how to give another guy a blowjob at that point. You know Co- what I mean? Correct. So, but but I, I'm going to, I'm not going to test that particular theory. <laughs> Same point though, right? <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> honestly, I'm going to smoke a joint while we talk. Yeah, damn it. Yes. Go right ahead. Yeah. Partake. I'm at home, so you're going to get me at home. There you go. Get the real me. Um, this is my view on it. It has nothing to do with, like, like a particular – I mean, I okay. Well, yes and no. We might have some – you know, some people are particularly attracted to certain genders. For me, 
I get more turned on by the mood, the sensuality of it. A woman can make me come just as hard as a guy can make me come. Mm-hmm. But it's going to depend. You know, there's a lot more into it than just, you know, I could come in and fuck a guy, like fuck a guy like a guy. Like come in, get my rocks off and leave. I'm cool with that. Or, you know, a really good come session. I think women like to slow it down a little bit more. I don't mm-hmm. know look at it that way like it's just kind of like sometimes i'm turned on by this and sometimes i'm turned on by that and it's in the moment and i don't know i don't really believe in like this person can say i've had some bad pussy eaten by girls and i've had bad pussy eaten by men you know i mean seriously i've had a good dicking by a guy and a bad dickings by guys i've had good dickings by women and bad dickings by women it has nothing to do with that gender particularly, and it has more to do with that person themselves and how their sexuality is presented and how they're turning you on and their intimacy and like, you know, their, their way about themselves. Right. So we had a, Not um, everyone right, exactly. No, I get that. We had a uh, Kennedy Rose on the show not too long ago. And she was saying that basically if she was with a guy that wasn't, I guess, big enough for the job that she would let them go to the back door. She's like, it kind of done two things. She was like, it made them feel like they were getting something that maybe not everybody has. So it kind of boosted their ego. But for me, it was better because they weren't really equipped for the front. How do you, how do you deal with that? If, if someone is not up to your standards on the front, do you just do it anyway? Do you push through? Obviously nobody likes to say, all right, what are you doing with that? How do you go about navigating it? You've told I have no people. problem telling somebody to get, what are you doing? Get off. Like, no, I can't. I can't. I have no fucking problem. I've, I, and it's funny because yeah, if their dick is really tiny, I definitely feel like the fucking backdoor trick. Like at that point, I don't even give a shit about cleaning out your dick. Your dick is small, bro. It's like, it's like, here's a pinky. Let me clean it out. All right. We're good. We're good guys. We're good. We can, we can move on with our business, but <laughs> <laughs> oh boy okay no. guy, his dick was so small i went to give him a blowjob it was a little bigger than a straw and i was like i couldn't do it i could not finish the blow a job straw. i was like what is this i was like i can't it's creeping me out it's, are you just, i was like tell me you're just sph or something uh, at yes. least like, if you're not Pack it in the length category. Have something on the girth for crying out loud. A straw. That's. Oh, man. That, it, it was like a, it was like a, what are those little Vima sausages? It's so tiny. All right. It was a little bigger than that. <laughs> so, uh, oh, so you have no qualms just being like, all right, look, I can't work with this. I can't do this. I'm not going to sit there and be miserable with you. I'm going to get, because at that point, I'm going to get angry and then I'm going to dog your ass. And it's just, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to fuck you now. <laughs> and I'm going to push his legs up and I'm just going to pull my boy. dick out and start fucking him. But like, <laughs> no, I don't have a problem. I'm not going to sit there and like pretend I'm having a good time if I'm not. Right. Like you're going to tell, I just thought, I don't have, you know what? I just don't have the energy to do it. <laughs> No, I, I get that. I mean, and and as a guy, but I'm, I'm not an asshole. I mean, I'm not a total asshole about it. I'm like, I'm, you know, like, hey, this isn't, you know, it's a hot dog going down the hallway, honey. It's not swapping out. <laughs> well, I feel like too, it's like over. if you know you're not packing you the right equipment, you, you know, probably shouldn't come there. Blue. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, that's why I'm single. <laughs> Maybe just give him a little handy. Let me help you out a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Feel like it's one of the movies. Like I'm stepmom. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let me just help you out with that. I'm yeah. so sorry. Let me, let me take care of that for you there. <laughs> one guy I asked, I was like, like, I was just like, okay, this is total hot dog going down the hallway. I was like, hey, what are your friends up to? You, you know, you guys could go in there together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> With that one, I could have did double anal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm not a double anal girl, but so, with that, so so DP, <laughs> I'm taking not an issue here with that. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So the, and I'm I'm assuming you have done DP before. Yeah, uh, I never did DP until I did it on camera. That was the first time. Really? I never did bang bang until I did it on camera. That was the first time. How was the DP the first time you done it on camera? Remarkably, not too bad. It was really actually quite easy. Um, it seems sometimes it just, and I think other girls will say this too. It just sometimes still feels easier. I think it's because we really can't move a whole lot, and it's really the guys. So you got right. a guy anchoring in you, and one going in and out. Right. Sometimes you get motions, or it's like they they've got to actually work together. Where yeah. my job is to position myself and kind of stay there and enjoy and relax and the more relaxed i am the more open i am mm-hmm. but if you ever want to know how to relax your butthole just relax your jaw just relax this or relax the tension it's all connected i'm serious wow give it a try <laughs> give it a try <laughs> so be one of those things you don't tell anybody but you'll be like oh, let's see if this really works see what she's talking about here <laughs> um and I mean, like hey, after <laughs> after you done that the first time, was you like, all right, well, fuck yeah, that's something I'll do again for sure. Yeah, yeah, because once you do it, you know, first of all, you've gotten the DP down and stuff like that. You know what to experience. It's it's just a matter about you know how large are the dicks that are going to be going in both of those holes. Right now, you know? now was this something that you did enjoy, or was it more or less just for the the camera's sake of it? enjoyed it there's something about being filled by two men that's kind of like really kind of hot i really like all the closeness of it it's just yeah. uh sorry like lotion in my eyeball now but um yeah i really like the closeness of it it could be really super hot and sensual and sexy it doesn't have to be like hardcore right. she's fucking gaping open it can be really hot and sensual at the same time and ha- like it's it's very fulfilling and it's all about like, and if it's done right, it's all about pleasuring the woman. And then obviously pleasuring the woman is pleasuring the man at the same time. Right. No, absolutely. I mean, most guys, I think most guys kind of get off on the fact of like, oh my God, I'm making this pussy wet. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I did that, man. I fucking a, created the wetness. Give and take down there. Give and take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, tell me. I know you have to have one of these stories. Everybody's got a story. Non-work related. What's like the hottest fucking hookup that you ever had? Like not necessarily with a with a long standing relationship, but something that just kind of happened on a whim 
and it was just like totally fucking hot, whether it be public sex, car sex, whatever the case may be. You don't have to name names, of course. <laughs> a lot of people are puckering their butthole right now. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to wreck nobody's marriage or nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, honey. I knew him before you were married. Uh, <laughs> not interested at all. Oh man, I've done all kinds of crazy shit. I remember I did it. I did a. I was stationed in North. I did a lot of crazy sex. I think in North Dakota because I was in the Air Force. And so you were fucking yeah. like this while you were in the Air Force. Huh? You were fucking like this while you were in the Air Force. Yeah. Oh, boy. No wonder them guys couldn't fly worth a damn. Yeah. I mean, I've had some really great experiences fucking. Like, you know, I, I fucked two best friends. Uh, what was it? Chris and uh, Mitch. Same time uh, or different times? Oh, at the same time. And, and behind each other's backs. It was great. I was like, well, we all should just fuck together. Um. <laughs> So that was a really cool threesome. Did you call them Iceman and Maverick? Or, I mean, <laughs> you know what? I should have because they kind of remind me of those two. One did have blonde hair and one did have brunette. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, I think I guess I, I just wanted, I, I, I think I just wanted to have sex with both of them because they were just like best friends. And I was like, you guys are too close. I want to fucking run <laughs> <laughs> the train. It's just not even um, fair just to pick one, it's just, it's just take both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like orgies. I like group sex. I think they're fun. Oh yeah! Oh, one of the best orgies I've ever been to was a was on a yacht in Miami, and it was like myself and like this other performer. I think maybe was I invited through him or someone. I don't know how I got invited on this fucking orgy yacht, but everyone was much older than us. Like, even older than, like, I think they were, like, between their 50s and 60s. But it was so hot and sexy how these women were multi-orgasm. Like, they were just coming in. They'd have two fucks about, like, oh, so do I look okay? No, they didn't. They were like, I came to fuck, and I came to have sex. And I was like, that's going to be me. I, I was like, this, I'm, I'm seeing my future. This is fucking great. And it was just so hot watching these women enjoy themselves you know what i mean i don't yeah. know i can totally, well, i can i love watching people i can watch people i can i don't always have to participate i can watch people have sex and just get as much enjoyment out of it right especially when the people are just genuinely enjoying each other yeah it's fucking hot like you can't get any better than that that's perfect and that was like that was like literally a phone call hey what are you doing today nothing you want to go yeah sure i didn't even know i didn't even expect all of the fucking fucking and squirting and God, those people were great. I loved them. <laughs> and I was just like, yes, this is this is how sex can be. And this is how and this is how sex can be as you're older. It doesn't just shut off at a certain like it's just like it's such a backhanded compliment when people are trying to say, How long are you gonna do that for? I don't know. Do you ask that to the female doctors that you know give you medication? Yeah, how long are you gonna how be doing medical for? <laughs> I don't know until the wheels fall off. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. So you uh, fucking get tired of it, yeah, right? Until whatever. <laughs> Such a weird thing to say to people. Don't say yeah. that, by the way. <laughs> don't say I, that to people. I went to. Um, it's been a while back, but we got an invite to a party, and when you come in, it was like this house, and then when you come in, you got a sticker, and your sticker 
was determined of what you were as far as your interaction, whether you were a participant, meaning you were openly having sex with whoever was around, whether you were just a, uh, I guess, watcher. I forgot they had a name for it, but um, oh, nice. yeah, whether you're just a watcher. So, so it took that pressure off of, okay, well, you know, I, I just say, for instance, you weren't sure you were trying to feel your way around it. You could just put the sticker on as the watcher and go check stuff out. And you didn't have to worry about anybody coming up and trying to get you straight into to that if you weren't ready for it, because they recognized that sticker that, you know, okay, well, I'm going to go to somebody else. They're just watching. Well, then most of the time people get comfortable and then they go and they change. Okay. Well, here's the watching sticker. Let me get a participation. And then you could get involved. And there was like different rooms and different things going on. And it was really cool. I know people think, Oh my God, what would you, would you really go to that? And I'm like, yeah, it was actually pretty fucking cool. I mean, it was, you know, it was not pressurized. Like every, like you said in that, yeah, everybody there was having a fucking blast. Nobody was doing anything. They did not want to do trust and believe me when I tell you. Yeah, absolutely. It was a, it was a beautiful experience and fun and sexy and hot and, you know, it just, it, you know, these it just people getting together, you know, to have a good fucking time, you know, and that's exactly what they were doing. And it really sounds like at the place that you went, they also let respects a lot of people's boundaries because right. that's another thing. I love threesomes. I fucking love threesomes, but my rule of thumb when I get involved with any threesome, because usually I'm the unicorn is I like the, to be initiated and really coming from the woman. So I know that she's not doing it because she's in a relationship and wants to keep it because of the man. Right. And you can always tell those types of like, and it's just gross. It's just like, look, your lady's really not into sharing you. Don't do it. Right. Or maybe not be in that relationship. If that's the mindset and how you want, then maybe you need to come to terms that maybe this is not a relationship that's going to work out. If one person's monogamous and the other person is poly or non-monogamous or whatever they are, mm-hmm. come to terms with who you really fucking are before you try to get somebody else involved. No, absolutely. Uh, so like, yeah, I mean, I absolutely love three sons, but I would, I prefer them coming from uh, more so the female. And I don't like to, I don't really like, to, I don't fuck my friends. Right. I think the rule of thumb, if you're out there, you're a couple, play it safe, hire someone to come in. They're there to make sure that everybody has a great job or a great time. Make sure that they like follow the lead of the woman, you know, that she's your teller. Is she comfortable or not? Because the more comfortable she is and the more she's having a great time, everybody else is having a good time, right? Yeah, that's the the tone setter of the whole thing. If they're off, if she's off, if she's not into it 100%, like you said, the other woman will be able to pick up on that really quick. And you'll know, okay, she's not really into this. I'm going to either have to force my way through it or, you know, and the the whole thing gets uncomfortable. I want to force my way through something like that because, because at that point I feel it's her that's forcing herself to please somebody else and not herself. And I don't feel right about that. And I don't want to be involved in that type of situation. And that takes away the whole thing of what you're trying to do. I will kindly excuse myself and be like, you know what? And I will pull people aside and be like you don't have to do this because i'm like this is my rule if you are not a hundred percent i don't give a fuck you could be 99 percent. like yeah i'm 99 sure i want to do this that one percent will come up and bite you in the ass it will haunt you at night it'll creep into an argument and then you're not going to be happy yeah so just wait until you're 100 ready communicate and comprehend that people like understand that but when everybody's like I have I have a, a couple like that i love like fucking they're great they're a married couple 
she leads. She's a multi-orgasm. I just have so much fun just being around them. Um, it's a good time. We're not in a, like in a relationship. It's just like we, you know, hey, we're popping in. You want to have some fun? Sure. Like, and it comes from her. So it's right. like, and it's not like, it's not coming from like, hey, honey, call her and get her involved. It's more yeah. like you can tell in the voice. Like, she's yeah. she's wanting, she wants she wants to have some fun. <laughs> and that, and that makes everything go so much smoother. Like you said, that, that if, if they're not into it, it, it takes away from the whole point of what you're trying to accomplish when you're doing this, because this should be fun for all three parties, not two out of the three. Yeah, exactly. 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 So always listen to your partner. I remember but years listen, ago, not just their words, but listen to their body language. Right. People lie all the time with words, but their body language will show you a lot more if you're uh, perceptive enough to, you know, or observant enough to pick up on it. Years ago, when we moved to the area, I live in Charleston and we went to me and my wife went to a strip club and we've been a couple of times. And we told this other couple of friends, a guy I work with, and I, he was like, you know, we should go out one night. I was like, we're going out this weekend. He's like, where y'all going? I'm like, we're going to the strip club. And he's like, I ain't never been to one of them. I was like, oh man, y'all should, you know, try it. It's pretty cool. And, you know, but me and my wife, we have that understanding. We go there and we have a good time. We go there, we people watch. Of course, the women like flock to her because she's fucking hot. So they're just like all over her. They don't even pay any attention to the men hardly. And so it, it becomes like a really good time. And then obviously that does something for us and we come home and we have a good time. Well, when they went out with us, you could just tell that his wife was like super uncomfortable. Of course, he was having a good time because he's looking around at all the naked women, but his wife was just not feeling it. And we got back to work and he's like, man, we had fights for that shit all, all our days off, man. He's like, every, she would just accuse me of looking at this one or wanting that one. And I'm like, you should have told me that, that she was like that. And I would have said that that was a bad idea. We just went to dinner because yeah, you can't well, be like that like and go there. But yeah, shit. She needs to work. Well, they need to work on their. They, well, I'm not a counselor and I'm not a doctor, but it sounds like they need to work on their relationship. Yeah, and themselves, and themselves, and their communication and comprehension. Well, they're no longer together anymore. And and the crazy thing, oh, as crazy as this is, check this out. As crazy as this is, the girl that was very insecure about him looking at other women when they got divorced, she actually turned lesbian after that. I swear he he remarried and she turned lesbian and she is still in a lesbian relationship right. I thought I was like, wait a minute, was she jealous of him? Look, I don't know what that just it doesn't make sense. But you know, yeah, I don't know. You never know, like whatever. Like people get in relationships that really shouldn't be. Yeah. Oh, all the time, hundred you know? percent. And it, it comes from like I don't know a lot of different reasons why, but wow. So, so progressing through your adult entertainment career, like you actually started to, to branch out and do some different things. I think you said you have your own wine or beer, like kind of tell us a little bit about that, because I think that is like taking it to the next level, because obviously you're in the business. That's really cool. You get to kind of get your feet wet. You get to do a lot of experiences, but then you kind of parlay that into other businesses. And I think that's only good business sense to try to spread your brand and, and put your, your eggs in more than one basket. Because, you know, a lot of friends that I know around here, for instance, I knew a lot of girls that worked at the strip club and when COVID hit, you know, the, the club shut down and, you know, they didn't have anything to do. It was, it was very hard on them because people, regardless of what people may think about it, you know, that was their job. That was their livelihood, the way they made a living. Some of them then started only fans, but, 
you know, it's always good to diversify and put your interest in, in other things. Tell us some of the things that you have going on. So the first thing I came up with was coffee. Everybody likes coffee. Yep. Or majority of people like coffee. <laughs> I love coffee in the morning. And those that can't have the caffeine will even drink decaf if they're a true coffee lover. So I came up with uh, high AF coffee, high altitude for coffee. It is not infused. I'm actually going to do a little rebranding on it to take the word high out because it confuses too many people. But this is my coffee. We have beans and grind, hot cocoa, and uh, coming out with a tea. And I really just came up with the idea because, A, I love coffee. And I traveled around a lot. And, uh, like, my biggest thing, I love going to, like, local coffee roasters. So if I would go to South, South Carolina, I would be like, oh, is there a local coffee roaster here? Let me try their coffee, blah, 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 blah. I usually buy a bag. I like to support local businesses, yada, yada, yada. And just sort of traveling around, I grew a love for coffee and then came up with that product. Um, that also parlayed into a comedy show that was cannabis friendly out in L.A. for a while. Then the pandemic hit. We turned that into a podcast now. So the Highest Fox show is now a podcast where me and my best friends, we have people from my industry, from different other industries like cannabis, liquor, beer, uh, AI, internet, just all sorts, Com right. comedians. So all the comedians I used to have on the show, I have on the show now um, to chat, see what's everybody up. Um, along with just him and I just chatting, you know, uh, um, Sally Mullins, what Sally Mullins, you ever heard of her? No, she's a com She lives in California. She was a comedian and she got into porn like super late. She got into porn like in her forties. So like, she's in like oh, the, wow. what they call like the <laughs> gilf territories or whatever. But I mean, she looks good to be her age, but we, uh, yeah, she, she does comedy too. She's like a cop. That was how we pr presented her on the show was a comedian and porn star. <laughs> oh, nice. I'll like, look her up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that turned into podcasts. So I've been having this coffee for a while and I'm, lo I'm here at local Las Vegas and I, I ran into, um, just was at the right place at the right time, I guess. And uh, this guy that has a local brewer, Matt, Astronomy Aleworks, which is a local brewery, brewery here in Vegas. We met. And he's like, hey, I have, a, like, I have a coffee. He's like, man, I've been wanting to do a coffee beer. You want to collab? And I was like, yeah. And so we did. And I now have a coffee beer called Cheers for Breakfast. Wow. Um, it's available, obviously, only in Nevada. Uh, mostly in Vegas because it's a microbrew and you can get it at Astronomy Aleworks or like at Corey's and also downtown the booze district and so on and so forth. It's really, really good. It's, wow. it's super good. It's, it's only a 5.5 with a um, nice ale, golden ale. And um, so it's not going to get you totally, totally twisted. Like our stout did. We did a coffee stout. I'm going to do another coffee. I'm, actually, it's not going to be a coffee stout. What is it? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> I'm drinking another stout in December. We're going to have a release December 16th. It's called the MILF stout. MILF now, the stout. MILF, yeah, MILF, rather than a MILF stout, we're doing MILF stout. Now, that one is going to be the Alexis Fox actual beer. So that will actually have my name on it. It'll be Alexis Fox. Um, and it'll be something that I will be producing and putting in just not just not just a collab, but something that I will actually be working on. We'll also have a blonde ale that will be our standard beer so that it will always be available. But our stout will probably do like a Christmas, like around Christmas or milk stout summertime. We're going to play on the color of my hair. You know, I've had brown, blonde and red. So 
we'll do like a strawberry something, you know, uh, maybe springtime or summer for maybe for my birthday and just have a lot of fun with it. But yeah, the blonde ale is going to be our standard series. I actually have, uh, I just, I have the artwork for the label and everything like that. It's fucking phenomenal. If you give me a moment, I'll show you. Yeah. You have to send us uh, one of those beers when you get them done. Send us one. We'll put it up here on uh, the shelf and advertise. I, I will. I, yeah. Give Tanya um, uh, your info and I would be more than happy to send you some coffee and some beer so you can have a little collection of my goods. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll, <laughs> really that's what we do when we have like authors on the show. They'll send us the books. So those are some of the books of guests we've had on. So that's going to be the label. I got a little Jessica Rabbit thing going on there. Well, I wore that. I wore a very similar dress in uh, to an Expos Awards. Mm. You can look at, yeah. So that's going to be the blonde ale. Then the the milk stout will have the dark hair, and then right. And so it's just to kind of play on that. Wow! And you said you had wine too, right? Uh one second. Yeah. Yes, I'm in an interview. <laughs> Sorry, I am also closing on a house, yep. and tomorrow we're signing paperwork at eight thirty, and I didn't want them to be hanging on wondering if it'll be okay. <laughs> that works. Okay, sorry about that. I apologize. Uh, I normally don't do that. No problem at all. That's a pain, dude. I don't. Oh man, fucking buying a house is something else. What a trip that is. That has been. I can't wait to sign those papers and go to the bank and do everything that needs to be fucking done. But anyway, um. <clears throat> sidetrack anyway so the blind is coming out so all of those beers that are actually on the market so you what's really cool about that is you know it's a very cool venture i i'm getting into it it's you know it my 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 first intention is not to be making million like i'm not looking to be budweiser right but what's really fucking cool about it and what people should think about is that it's putting my name alexis fox in people's refrigerators in people's cabinets They're having parts of me that maybe they wouldn't have given me a try if, you know, just coming out of the box. You know what I mean? Oh, it's just really cool. And it'll be a collector's item. I mean, if you're smart, you're going to pick it up, you know, and keep it around. Bring it to a, bring it to an ABN. It'll be ready by ABN. Bring it to an ABN. I'll sign it. Um, With that also, I bought a barrel and I made 240 bottles of wine. I just had the artwork done. This bottle. That's a lot of backdoor action right there with 240 bottles of wine. (laughs) Right. And I only need a couple sips because I'm a fucking lightweight. (laughs) Um, (sighs) I just put it in my rectum and just, you know, give myself a wine enema. Woo! Have you ever done that? That shit will get you fucked up. I've heard of that. I've never done that. I I read an article. We're we're big. This is. This is big football country down here. And like, I was reading an article one time. Your wife's going to be like, who the fuck did you interview? No one was sticking wine up my ass. It's funny. Down here in the South Carolina, it's like big football country. And I read an article where the Tennessee volunteers, they said it was like something they were doing at a frat party where they were funneling beers into their ass. And I was just like, why the fuck would someone do such a thing? That just seems like that's not where it's supposed to go. They're going to fucking spray it out. You better run to the toilet because they're going to spray it all over the place. Apparently, it's one of those things to where it like hits you immediately or something. I don't know. I can't can't attest to that. I've never done it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, call me old fashioned. <laughs> Could use my mouth on this one. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just drink mine. You know, I don't know what the fuck else they got going on down there in Tennessee, but I, I'm just, you know, follow that old Judeo Christian ethic of drinking it down the hatch there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just had the artwork done with this. We're gonna call this Lilith, Lilith. Lilith's blood. It's like the female demon. And uh, she's holding the grapes and squeezing the grapes and the blood like coming down. It's a really cool label. Oh my I'm God. working with a, uh, an artist here in Vegas. And he's also doing my rebranding. I, I just had like this vision of you getting that wine poured on you and then someone snapping pictures. That would be like the best fucking photo. We'll do a commercial. Promotion. Like that for- yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I don't know. It's like that hostile uh, scene where the fucking blood just pouring on that woman. I don't know what to do. Something's killing him and she's laying up under it. Just everything's just falling on her. She's just fucking going to town. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I'll get some nails and we'll have fun with that. Yeah. We'll do some really cool advertising. So with the beer, I can sell it that because I'm selling it through astronomy. L works. We're working through his actual alcohol license and stuff like that with the wine, because I just bought a barrel. It is not a sellable product. Okay. However, what I am going to be doing is obviously giving it to my friends and family and I will be gifting it to those fans that have been with me for the last 12, 13 years. Those fans that spend a lot of fucking money on me. So right. <laughs> get special guys. Because what think about this bottle of wine. It's not like a like a can of beer, people are in drink, boom, bang, it's done, right? They're not usually like I'm gonna keep this around because I made it. Right. Uh, a bottle of wine, it's fresh. So if anybody's, you know, if anybody's good, you know, if anybody's wise about it, they're going to hold it for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Well, think about the value of that wine. I'm also going to like, like actually autograph each one. Each one's uh, going to be numbered and it's going to come with an um, certificate saying, yes, this is what I created. So, you know, you have it. This bottle of wine will only go up in value. Right. You, if you save that for 10 years, that's something else. That's a hell of a gift. Yeah. And think if the beer, if the beer blows up, then that's going to in turn push the value of the wine up even further. So no, I, I well, hopefully, uh, yeah. old Hollywood here at crime and entertainment gets a bottle of that. We can put that up on the shelf there for sure. <laughs> I'll be hooking every guy. I'll hook you guys up really. Uh, yeah, right. Really I'll guys. tell the wife, all right, I'm gonna tell you what Alexis told me I got to do with this. Bend over. Honey, <laughs> get the funnel. We're going to meet me in the bedroom. <laughs> Uh, wine don't worry don't worry we don't need glasses break out those rubber sheets (laughs) the college kids are doing it it's okay yeah tennessee they loved it don't worry about it (laughs) (laughs) jokes i can make (laughs) all right so what all else you got going for the people that want to try to track you down because i got a feeling anybody listens to this interview is going to want to hear and see more of Alexis Fox. So where else can they find you? What all social medias, what all sites, only fans, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Get your pen and paper out. There's a long list. Uh- <laughs> well, we'll put and as I'll many put- as allowed in the show notes. I can't put certain websites cause I'll get it kicked off here, but uh, I'll put as many as I can. I totally understand. <laughs> okay. So my Instagram is Alexis Fox live. So, um, it's very safe for work and I do have subscribers on there. So you can subscribe to me on it if you want. Um, it has exclusive content. I'm on TikTok uh, as Plant Mama A Fox. <laughs> Plant, I got do got to write that down. Plant Mama A Fox. All right. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I didn't restart it. I don't know. 
Anyway, and then I have Twitter, Alexis Fox. Uh, foxfans.com is my not safe for work only fans. Just Fox it is my safe for work only fans. Um, I have loyal fans. I don't know. The, I don't know the link to that. Okay. Uh, so I got to ask really quick. What is, what is, uh, give me a brief description of what is safe for work. So, um, uh, for safe for work, cause, uh, the way only fans and some like, let's say IG works, like. It's just, it's a different part of my life. So mm-hmm. more of the day in a life, uh, cooking on it, uh, exercising. Like I'm going to take it. Cause I, I don't really, ha- I don't do lives anymore on my IG. I, I right. keep it very like limited of what you get for free anymore. Yeah. Um, only to put, bring more value to my other pages because I feel like if you're a subscriber to something, Let's make it special. You're, like, uh, you're, you're going to get a lot more closer interaction with me. So eventually what this is going to trans into trans, uh, transition into will be a cooking show um, where I'll invite other industry people or other people on. And maybe we'll make either something with their favorite things or let's say we make something with the beer or we'll make something, you know, have Matt on. Well, Matt's a, Matt loves to cook, you know, stuff like that. Uh, or have, you know, so many industry girls. We um uh, ladies, women, uh, you know, a lot of us all, all cook. So bring somebody on the, you know, cook with me, exercise, yoga, crazy antics. I'm always doing weird shit. Like I have a flamingo outfit. I just go around in public in now just because like, fuck it. Who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> so just, it's just going to bring a different uh, part of me, um, to my fans versus the con like the naked part. No, I get that a hundred percent. We will put all of that in the links to this YouTube and we'll have it on the audio side as well. So if you guys want to go check it out, give her a follow, subscribe to some of that content. I just got a few questions left before we get out of here. When you're going to do a scene with a woman, what is more important for you for the woman to have? Would you prefer tits or ass? If if it's got to be one or the other. (laughs) I don't even care. Okay. Um, I yep. had to pick one. Well, which one do you have more fun with? <laughs> Cause you know, like guys, they always say, well, I'm a tit man or I'm an ass man. And usually I'm a both, I'm a both man. I like them both. Yeah. I like them both because I can like, literally if I, if I got a smaller titty and a nice ass and a big, big fat ass i might play with that i'll play with everything you know women and women's bodies are a fucking playground like yes, i can't take my are. body part like women are beautiful oh my god like i let me just explore i cannot pick one part that would just okay well swap <laughs> swap to the guy length or girth oh yeah, long pencil dicks hurt sometimes, but like a short fatty is weird too. <laughs> there were all the. I'm like, are you drawing? Are you drawing a smiley face on my cervix? What the <laughs> fuck's going on? <laughs> I got a little stick figure down there now. All now right. the last guy threw a figure. What can you do? I don't know. <laughs> Get oh. like a fat apple or something. I don't know. Oh. Well, 
You're going to create a big air pocket. Yeah, but just tell them, like, hey, I got a strap on that I'm going to put over that. I'm going to help you out here. Give me one side. I'll be right back. Just just don't don't move. Don't move. I'll be right back. (laughs) Just simmer down, sir. Relax. Oh, my God. I got this handled. (laughs) Alexis, I've had a ball in this interview. I hope you have, too. I do, too. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I absolutely had a good time. Now we're gonna reach back out to you when you get everything up and running with the with you know the beer and the wine. We'll have you back on. Um, you know, you can tell everybody how that's going. If you got any appearance, any appearances you got coming up, you want to plug real quick before we get out of here. We got AVN and Xbiz coming up, guys. X three AVN in Vegas and X three in Las Vegas. I'll be signing at the browsers booth. That's who. That's my fam. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I am Hollywood Wade. That was Alexis Fox. And unfortunately, we are out of time. Tune in next week for an all-new episode of Crime and Entertainment. Alexis, we appreciate you stopping by. Peace out. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Well, boy, oh, boy, what an episode that was. We hope everybody enjoyed it. Please, if you did, go on over to Apple. Give us whatever you get on there. I'm actually not an Apple person, but it was like Purple Hearts, Four Stars, whatever it is. Like and subscribe on the YouTubes. That's where you can do it. Go on there. Check out the video version. A lot of work goes into our video productions on the side of the stuff over there. Go give us a like and subscribe and share the show. That's how you can really help us out at Crime and Entertainment. Share it with your friends. Share it on your social medias. I know all of your own social media anyway. Go ahead and click that share button. Helps put our name out there. Get us in the algorithms, if you know what I'm saying. Now, Christmas is coming up. If you want to buy Hollywood a present, don't do it. Keep your money. Just share the show. That'll be good for me. I promise you. We hope everyone enjoyed this week's episode. We actually have a few we're going to be dropping this week. We're going to go over the Brittany Grinner Merchant of Death trade and what a fucking debacle that was. We got Rita Gigante coming on, who was the daughter of Vincent the Chin Gigante, who ran the Genovese crime family, probably one of the most powerful mob bosses ever, right on up there with Carlo Gambino. So, pack week here on Crime and Entertainment. So, everybody get ready. It's going to be a fun ride this week. Please, like I said, like, subscribe, share, and that will do it for today's episode. I'm Hollywood Wade. That was Alexis Fox. And unfortunately, we are out of time. Tune in next week for an all-new episode of Crime and Entertainment.